You're listening to Jet Nation Radio, the official podcast of JetNation.com, the largest independent fan site in the NFL. Be sure to check out our forums and talk all things Jets with thousands of other diehard Jets fans. Now to get you up to date on all the latest Jets news, notes, and quotes, here are your hosts, Glenn Naughton and Alex Barallo. Good evening, Jets fans. I am Glenn Naughton. This is Jet Nation Radio. And my goodness, this one could not wait. I was not going to sit on this until Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever the hell Corona and schedule and illnesses we're going to allow Alex and I to do this episode. I spoke with him briefly. He was actually on his way out the door. He had something uh, already lined up when the trade went down, so it'll just be me talking Jamal trade. But first things first, folks, uh, Jet Nation Radio would like to thank our sponsor, Mile Social. If managing all the social media platforms for your business is proving to be too big of a task, check out milesocial.com. That's M-I-L-E social milesocial.com and get in touch for a quote. Whether it's Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram, Mile Social will take control of and manage all of your company's social media platforms. Jamal Adams is gone, folks. Jamal, the prez, the self-anointed prez is on his way to Seattle. Joe Douglas got a haul, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how. Listen, I'm seeing the tweets. Fans are divided. Some people are thrilled. Some people are pissed. Oh, the Jets never pay their players. That is a valid criticism to a degree. The Revis thing got ugly. They dealt Sheldon. He had to go. Jamal is, you know, many years ago, Keyshawn Johnson. Listen, Jamal Adams, this was different than any other situation than those guys. I'm not going to go over the Woody Johnson stuff again, but what we know right now about that is Woody Johnson has been accused of something and is being investigated. Not a single thing has been proven. It may in the end, but as of right now, this moment, nothing's been proven. And Jamal went on Twitter and ripped the guy. You rip your boss with no evidence of wrongdoing. Put that aside. Let's pretend for one second that that didn't happen. He does an interview with Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News. He says Adam Gase isn't the guy to take you to the promised land. I agree. He reveals to the world that Adam Gase doesn't speak to the team at halftime when things are going, when things are falling apart. Gase leaves the room, goes off, goes off and leaves it up to somebody else to talk the team up. He paints a picture of Joe Douglas as a liar. He told me this, he told me that. Listen, that may be one valid criticism, I will say, in being fair here. If Joe Douglas, if the Jets were not keeping lines of communication open and keeping Jamal Adams updated as to why no offer was being made, I can understand being unhappy with that still does not validate the way Jamal Adams or justify, I should say, the way Jamal Adams has has acted this offseason. I've said I've said a million times I want the guy back, but I did get to a point where I said I'm indifferent. If he's back, great. If you deal him, great. Because I didn't think Joe Douglas 
would move him for anything less than fair value. And listen, what Joe Douglas got. So here's the deal. Jamal Adams and a four off to Seattle. And I've said on this show, I said when the Dallas rumors, I said a couple times during the offseason when it was rumored, that if the New York Jets are going to trade Jamal Adams, the conversation has to start with a starting player and a first-round pick. That's the starting point. Anything extra would depend on other factors, such as is the team you're getting the first-round pick from a legitimate playoff, not even a legitimate Super Bowl contender, with expectations at the very least of a deep playoff run. That is a fair, at least in my mind, a fair way to classify the Seattle Seahawks. And I said, if that was the case, if you're going to send him to a contender where you're going to be picking where that first rounder is going to be picked 25, 26, 27, 28, then you need another first rounder. Joe Douglas got that. And then at least my thought was you got to get those two ones if you're dealing them to a contender and I need at least a four on top of that. Joe Douglas, three. Three premium draft picks and a starting player in exchange for Jamal Adams, who was disgruntled. He went scorched earth. He ripped the coach. He ripped the GM. He tried to play this, oh, I love the fans. It's not about the fans. It's, I, don't, I don't disagree it's not about the fans, but pretend you care about the fans. I mean, come on. And this, as I said to someone earlier today in discussing Jamal, it's not exclusive to Jamal Adams. Listen, I love football. I love the Jets. I love, I'll, you know, I'll scream my head off and cheer like crazy. I don't expect these guys to care about me or, or the fans. I'm sure a handful of them do, but that, that's an entirely different conversation. But that's what you got. That's the hall. Jamal Adams and a four off to Seattle, where they will contend for a Super Bowl. So it will be a late first, no doubt about that. You know, who the hell knows? Maybe it's trade ammunition down the road. Maybe if the Jets want to move up in the first round to get themselves a player. Who knows? That's you know, that, that all remains to be seen. But you got Bradley McDougal who's started some games for Seattle. He's been a starting player for a few years now. No, he's not Jamal Adams. And in all honesty, my preference, you know, when I say I I wanted the team to get a starting player, my hope was a starting O-lineman. But I guess that that didn't happen. That's fine. That's neither here nor there. But McDougal's a guy, 98 career games, 75 starts. He's 29 years old, so he's not a spring chicken, but he's not a guy who's quite over the hill. Started 14 games for Seattle last year. Started 16 games a year before that. Nine the year before that. 16 and 15 the two years before that. Ten career interceptions. He had three in 2018. I mean, listen, that's something Jamal Adams doesn't do. Jamal Adams will probably, you know, uh, well, who knows what he'll do from here on, but let, let's not pretend Jamal Adams is a guy who, uh, who got himself a ton of interceptions. Still a great player, no doubt. But I'd be lying if I sat here and said I've, I've watched enough Bradley McDougal to know, you know, to be able to say what he offers. But what I do know, what we do know is he's a starting player for a, a, a respected team, competitive team, respected organization. And, he, you know, we now, depending on what happens with Ashton Davis, just the fact that Jamal is gone, that, that takes care of that void. So you, you haven't dealt a starter that you now have to replace because you've replaced him in the trade. 
So you've downgraded at safety. That's fine. You got two ones. And you got a three. You got three premium picks. Three premium picks for Jamal Adams, a guy who he just he had no interest in being here, folks. I said a couple months ago, or however long ago it was, who the hell keeps track of time anymore? That when Jamal Adams, when we learned that he not only demanded a trade from the Jets, but he provided the Jets with a list of teams he would go to and not require a contract immediately that he didn't want to be here. If you if you're in a relationship and someone, you know, your significant other comes home one night and says I'm really happy in our relationship, but uh you need to buy me a new car and if you don't, I'm going to move in. Here's a list of your friends, uh one of which like to move in with and uh if they um they don't have to buy me a car if I, i'll move in with them um they don't i don't need anything from them right away but you need to buy me a car now if you want me to stay would you be like oh man this person really wants to be with me i'm so lucky no no he didn't want to be here whether it's true or not some things stay behind closed doors you know and, and this thing with this Instagram post that Jamal and this this to me was the was was the worst look for him. And I the fanboys don't see it. I get it. Jamal, Jamal, we love you. You're the best. You do no wrong. They don't see it. They don't want to acknowledge it. But what did Jamal say on Instagram yesterday? He said, I I was raised to be real. In other in other words, the reason why I, I have to be critical of Adam Gates right now and critical of Joe Douglas right now is because I was raised to be real. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cover for anybody. Um, this, this, this didn't happen last week. This, this being real, you're sharing information about the team that you knew about months ago. And if they gave you enough money, you were going to just keep it real quiet and you weren't going to say anything about Adam Gase's, you know, about his ability to coach the team, which I can't stress enough. I agree. He, he's not a good coach, but that's beside the point. You were raised to keep it real, but for the right money, you were going to keep it real quiet. So don't give me any of that. I don't, if you only come out and rip somebody after you find out they're not going to pay you, you don't then get to follow that up and say, I'm only doing this because I'm, I'm such an honest guy. No, you, they, you were willing to b- let them buy your silence if you felt so strongly about this. Le'Veon Bell took to Twitter. It, uh, it appears he was not ecstatic with what went down. And Le'Veon Bell, what a, I've said it before, Le'Veon Bell has been the exact opposite of what Steeler fans told people to, what Steeler fans told people to expect from him. Le'Veon Bell People do all the hooting and hollering to get you brought in just to leave. Remember, Jamal Adams was a a big-time recruiter in bringing in Le'Veon Bell. People do all the hooting and hollering to get you brought in just to leave. LOL. Like, people weird, yo. The internet got these dudes doing whatever for attention. What? Does that sound like Jamal Adams to you? Does Jamal Adams do things for attention? 
The self-anointed president? Look, when you give yourself the nickname president, there might be maybe a, a, a tad of narcissism at play. Dude's doing whatever for attention. Even when they tell you shit, they don't believe themselves. So Le'Veon Bell, clearly not ecstatic over the situation. He talked to Jamal a week or two ago on the phone, went to bat for him, said, I believe Jamal wants to be here. I think, you know, they can work things out. It's, um, it had, it had to end. You know, Jamal, as you know, we've said before, Jamal doesn't have leverage and you don't want to see a player being able to do this, but my gut and I, I said this on a previous episode, it may have just been a couple episodes ago, that even with Joe Douglas saying, we want Jamal to be a Jet for life, I think the way I put it was, you know, how do we know that's true? Listen, these guys aren't always truthful with the media. As we just saw, Jamal Adams, quiet all year, quiet for several months about Adam Gase, all of a sudden, rips Adam Gase. So we... If Jamal's being honest, he had a problem with Adam Gates for months and said nothing. That's not the most honest approach in the world. Joe Douglas? Joe Douglas knows Jamal Adams is a great player. There's no questioning that. Nobody's questioning that. But Joe, I, I, I said, I, I said around the trade, around the Dallas rumors last year, and my gut feeling, looking at the guys that Adam Gates has unloaded in the past, I didn't think Jamal was a team guy, or the, the Gase would want Jamal because he's not a team guy. He's a me guy. Now, you can play, you can win with me, guys, but some coaches don't like that. And I said that we couldn't rule out the possibility that Joe Douglas was paying lip service and saying, yeah, we want Jamal here for life. That could have been untrue. And really, as we all know, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, we want Jamal for life, but we're not going to make him a contract offer? And not only not make him a contract offer, we're not even going to call him to tell him we're not going to make him a contract offer or why. Now, that, these are two different things now. I'm not saying that's okay. I don't like the way that was handled. But you kind of get the, the impression from the way the Jets were proceeding that they viewed this all along as, let's hang on to this guy as a trade ship. We don't want to pay $20 million for a safety. That's the rumor. We don't know what he's asking. But there was a tweet several weeks ago from an executive who said he spoke to somebody, said some teams around the league would get the impression his agents were going to be looking for $20 million a year. Even Listen, even if it's 16 or 17, maybe Joe Douglas is looking at that and going, I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to spend $17 million on a safety or $16 million, regardless of no matter how good he is. There are more valuable positions on the field. Jamal Adams, listen. You, can't, you just can't go with that kind of money. And speaking of which, by making the deal, I'm trying to look up, uh, I believe this is a savings of around $8 million. Cap number seven. Oh, okay. So according to the cap, it's all dead money. $7 million in dead money. Far from ideal. But listen... Teams are taking far bigger hit. Look at the OB, OBJ thing. Teams are, uh, you know, teams are willing to take these massive cap hits to unload some of these guys. So it's crazy times at Florida Park. But as far as I'm concerned, and I think a lot of Jets fans feel the same way, 
Joe Douglas got quite a bit more than many of us expected. Excuse me. <clears throat> by by grabbing all those picks. Just a quick glance. Threw up a Twitter poll a few minutes ago. Uh, about an hour ago. Asking fans to grade the deal. A, B, C, or F. Listen, it's, it's not a D. It's a great deal, it's a good deal, or it's a terrible deal. And you only get four choices. <clears throat> right now, 90% of fans out of 158 responses, 98%, sorry, 90% say it's an A, 8% give it a B, 0.6% say it's a C, and 0.6% say it's an F. I say the results on that, folks. Now, listen, this this is today, okay? <clears throat> pardon, pardon me. This is this is our feeling today. If Joe Douglas bombs on these picks and Jamal Adams playing the way Jamal Adams has played and lands in the Hall of Fame, then it's a bad deal. No kidding. But if those picks turn into something, not, listen, Colin Cowherd, not the most respected guy. But he's, he's been going on and on about how the Jets, the Jets need to sign, how the Jets need to sign Jamal Adams, get it done. Other teams find ways to sign their players. He just tweeted out. Make no mistake, I love Jamal Adams, but this is a haul. Just can't say no to it if you're the Jets GM. Jets already have another talented young safety in Marcus May. I wouldn't class May as young, but I'd love to see them resign him. Safeties just don't get two first-round picks and a third, and they don't. Bill O'Brien didn't get one first-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, but I guess, I guess Bill O'Brien is not the standard we should be measuring people against. Um, yeah, that's 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 not fair to, to anyone else or Bill O'Brien. But Joe D made it happen, folks. Just wanted to pop on, pop on here, share some thoughts. Jets get a starting player. Jets get two ones. Jets get a three. You got three premium picks. You hit on two of those, and you get two very good players along with the starter you acquired and the cap relief. Because let's, let's face it, if Jamal hung around, the Jets probably were going to offer him, you know, what they thought was $14, 15000000 million. And that would have probably kicked in next year. But now that's $14, 15000000 million that uh, you've, you've essentially freed up. So it's a big day for the Jets. It's a big day for Jamal Adams. He, you know, he, he got his way. He shot his way out of town. He got to go to a contender. But listen, my my main concern was that if this deal happens, if a deal happens, just don't get ripped off. Especially the more he was talking, the more he was the more talking Jamal was doing. I just thought, oh God, they're gonna end up trading this guy for like a three. They're gonna get a third or a fourth, because teams know he doesn't want to be there. And it's gonna be the best offer the Jets get. Luckily, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks came along and parted with a haul of picks. So good on Joe Douglas. Let's see if he can turn these picks into something special. And we'll have more on this, obviously, next week with myself and Alex. Thanks so much for uh, for tuning in for this one. And congrats to Joe Douglas. And, hey, listen, Jamal, wish you the best. I hope you never win a ring, but 
have yourself a, have yourself a nice career wherever you end up. I don't think this is the last contract dispute we'll see in Jamal Adams' career. Have a great night, Jets fans. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Jet Nation Radio. Glenn is at AceFan23, and Alex is at NYJetsLife24. Until next time, go Jets!